the minute that I came to St. Matthew's, I felt the sincerity of the congregation. Our life has changed in such a good way since being here, and that may sound cliche, um, but it truly has. We meet people every Sunday when you come, it's always somebody new coming in. St. Matthew's to me is a place of refuge. Coming to church has always felt safe. It's like definitely a, a place where I feel comfortable. I was led to a church because I, I felt like he was speaking to me. For me, it's definitely a place of love. And um, it's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending a, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthew's, but also that it has in our community. I tell people, because they're seeing the difference in me, and they're saying, what, what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband have been going to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthew's in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. It's, it's home. Standing here, not knowing how we'll get through this test, but holding on to faith you know best. Nothing can catch you by surprise, you got this figured out. You're watching us now And when it looks as if we can't win You wrap us in your arms and tap in Everything we need you supply You got and now we know that you made a way when our backs were against the wall and it looked as if it was over
pulpit, Lord, and help us to be better Christians, better stewards of your word, Lord. Continue to cover us, Lord, and we will continue to bless your name and worship you. It is in Jesus' name we pray this morning. Amen? Amen. 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 How many of you want our worship to flow to him? Anybody want that this yes. morning? Hallelujah. That's what I want. Hallelujah. Let my worship flow yes. to you. Hallelujah. Yes,
Hallelujah. That's worship. That's worship. That's worship. Praise your name, God. Let all my worship and all my praise go to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm, nobody but you. Thank you, Jesus. I could do about five more minutes of that right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I just want to praise you forever and ever and ever and ever for all that you've done for me. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all. Just want to praise you. I want you to rest on your feet if you want to praise the Lord forever and ever. Come on, let's Here praise the Lord together. I just want to praise you forever, forever and ever and ever.
and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all of his benefits, for he loadeth us with benefits. He's a mighty, mighty good God. He's gracious. He's giving. He's forgiving. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's King of Kings. Jesus is Lord of Lords. He's a potentate of all paradise. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus. Thank you that he is our king. He's our shepherd. He's our rock. He's our refuge. He's our redeemer. We thank you because he woke us up early this morning and started us on our way. Bless his name. Glory to his name. He's worthy. Jesus is worthy. He's worthy to be praised. We thank you for his lordship. Now have your way. Glorify yourself. Hide us behind the cross. Crucify us. Convict, convince if need be converted. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Remain standing for the scripture. Church, say amen. Have it say amen. amen. Verse 1 reads this way Do we begin again to commend ourselves? Mercy. Or need we, as some others, epistles of commendation to you? Yeah. Or letters of commendation from you? Ye are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read of men. For as much as ye are manifestly declared to be epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshy tables of a heart. And such trust have we through Christ to Godward. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God, who also has made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. But if the ministration of death, written and engraven in stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away, how shall the ministration of the Spirit be rather glorious? May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word.
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning just thanking you, Lord, for another day that you've given us. Thank you for the privilege, Lord, of being able to be in worship with your people. We lift up, Lord, pastor today. We lift up all those involved with the service, Father. Open our ears, open our eyes so we may be able to hear what thus saith the Lord. We lift up the people of Ukraine, Lord, and we pray for them and pray that you know, Lord, you're sovereign, you're God. You know what's going on and you are in control. And so, Lord, we trust you with everything that's going on. And, Lord, we thank you for how you brought us and how you've kept us. And we love you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen.
Let's give our choir a hand clap. Come on now. Awesome. You know when we put things in God's hands? When they break our hands. When our hands are broken, then we choose to put it in his hands. Praise the Lord. We greet you in the matchless, miraculous, exalted name of Jesus and Boy, that sun is out bright, isn't it? Praise the Lord. It's going to be in the 70s this week, March. March is fickle. Thank the Lord from whom all blessings flow. And uh, truly God is an awesome, 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 awesome God. And you can't be God-given no matter how hard you try. The more I live, the older I get. And I look back. I wonder how I got over. Lord have mercy. Nobody but Jesus. Now let me go through this. Um, pretty quickly. Thank you for your worship, your willingness. And um, last week I uh, dealt with partnering with the paraclete before I start telling all my stories. I'm not doing that today, but partnering with the paraclete is the fact that because the Holy Spirit lives in us and indwells us, there are to be principles of the Holy Spirit that are in our lives. We ought to have peace. We ought to, amen, provide for others. We ought to protect and promote others and not ourselves. Amen? We ought to have be a covering and a comfort to others. Amen. If the Holy Spirit is partnering with you, there ought to be characteristics of the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, and joy, and peace, and long-suffering. Amen. All that ought to be a part of us if the paraclete is operating in us. Now, the second thing I said, I dealt with and I don't want to get into this, but I, I got to be true to scriptures. I dealt with tongues last week from Acts chapter 2. I gave you a preview from John 16 about the Holy Spirit coming. And he will convict the world of sin in the singular, the blindness and hardness of man's heart. And the Bible goes on to say of righteousness because I go to my father and of judgment because they believe not on me. And the world is judged because they will not believe except that Jesus is the Christ. Now, the other thing I did, I said in Acts 2, when the Holy Spirit hit, that they were in the upper room and cloven tongues of fire indwelt them. And they were on one accord, one mind, filled 
with the Holy Spirit. I said that word tongue is glossolalia, dialectos. The context defines the words. Every man from every nation came to celebrate Pentecost and they heard the gospel in their own language. But in 1 Corinthians 14, there is a meditative tone that Paul talks about. And Paul, now now 1 Corinthians is a church out of order. Paul says you should not speak tongues publicly unless you have an interpreter. Remember that? It's better to prophesy than to speak amen in a tongue without an interpreter. But then Paul goes on to say, and with dealing with progressive sanctification and progressiveness of the Holy Spirit, and and 1 Corinthians 13 says that love is the greatest gift that God has given. And he said prophecies will vanish, tongues will cease, and knowledge will uh, vanish away. Okay? We know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that, not him, that which is perfect has come, that which is in part shall be done away. He's dealing with the completion of Scripture. Are y'all with me? Hang in there with me now. When did tongues cease? When scriptures, the scriptures were complete. When Revelation was written by John at 96 years old, then all of the midway gifts were done away with. We call them sign gifts. Serving gifts, speaking gifts, sign gifts. God is not performing miracles through man anymore. God can perform a miracle. He's not performing miracles through man anymore. Hang in there with me now. If you think he is, go down to Atlantic City and put your little stick in the ocean and see if it come apart. The fact of the matter is, uh, and I want to say this because I want you to have clarity, amen, that until the scriptures were complete, God was still speaking through meditative tongues, God was still working miracles. God was to, in fact, when after Acts, you don't see too many miracles, even done by Paul and Peter. God is doing this, and, and it's a whole study. So we are not against the fact that tongues never exist. We're against the fact that today, because Paul uses this analogy, when I was a child, it's in that context. I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, when I became mature in scriptures, I put away childish things. I'm I'm preaching up in this place now. So just, I I wanted you to have an understanding of what Pastor said last week so you don't think I'm trying to rob you. I'm not trying to rob you because Paul said I spoke more tongues than anybody. That's what Paul said. The fact of the matter is, as, as maturity went on, the scriptures were complete, there were some things God did away with. Amen? Amen. Well, you don't have to believe that. God bless you. <laughs> you know, and uh, praise the name of Jesus. So, the Lord is good. I'm very, very uh, thankful to him. Thankful for you. God is an awesome, awesome God. And when people introduce something to you theologically, make them prove it from the Word. 
from the word. From the word. Don't let them come up with this emotion and because they heard something. Make them show you in the scriptures. Amen. And, and whatnot. That helps you to keep your doctrine straight. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. So we want to thank God for all of you. And truly, God is awesome. Praise God. Um, Sister B. Williams, over 100 years old, one of our old members, went home and be with the Lord. Her home going is Friday here at the church. And uh, we thank God for Sister B. Williams, for her entire family. And I uh, want you to pray for Byron Mosley. Uh, one of our elders, pray for Reverend Green, one of our elders, pray for Gwen and Ben, that God will surround them with comfort and strength. Amen? Amen. The effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth mine. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Yeah. Pray. Even if you don't want to pray, pray anyway. <laughs> and in the name of Jesus, God is good, and I need prayer just like you need prayer. And we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Amen. My sermon today is out of sight, out of mind. You out of your mind for living by sight. That'll preach, won't it? All right. Any other announcements? Good. Now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful... Hilarious giver. You can't be God giving no matter how you try. We're asking that you would give to the uttermost and God will bless you. Can I get a witness? And our great choir. I mean, they sound good this morning. Great choir will come and sing. Church, say amen.
lovely songs. Praise Jesus. Let's stand for offertory. All things come of thee, O Lord. All things come of thee, O Church, amen. Choir.
be wonderful any marvelous he's worthy Jesus is worthy to be praised when praises go up blessings come down I will bless the Lord at all times. Father, thank you for the ministry of music. Thank you for our lovely choir, musicians, directors. Thank you for this Lord's Day. Now meet us in your word. Strengthen us where we're weak. Build us up where we're torn down. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, amen. Say amen again. Let's give our choir another hand clap. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. This morning we're in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I had chapter 3, 8 verses read to you in your hearing. One of the most climactic scriptures in all of the Bible. Paul's proposition that means his main thrust is for Christians not to lose hope. Don't let your faith falter. Don't lose heart. Some of y'all sitting out there, some of y'all on TV land have lost heart. Don't throw the towel in. Don't quit. Let me let me be transparent. There were there were times in my life I wanted to quit. Times I became weary in well doing. <clears throat> Tried to do the right thing. And, and it looked like it was for naught. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and there were times when I didn't know if God was really with me. I didn't know if God would rescue me. Physical sight is when we see with the natural eye. Metaphorically, that word natural 
is when we see our fears, it's when we see our frets, it's when we see our fractures, it's when we see our fantasies and our fulfillments. It's when we see financial superiority. It's a pretentious scene. It's when we see the flesh. It's when we see ourselves as being famous. Physical, natural sight is a lie. It really cannot help you. That's physical sight. And then spiritual sight is when we see with the mind. Lord have mercy. And we see a person who is Jesus Christ. We see his ministry, we see his mission, we see his majesty. That's spiritual sight. Then there's hindsight. Hindsight is important because with our hindsight, we see our pain and privileges of the past. History and hurts. My God. When we look back, we see a whole bunch of things. And God allows us to look back to get perspective. See, when you and I start complaining on this side of glory, God will call a divine time out and tell you to look back from where he brought you from. In our ignorance, we was on our way to hell. Can I get a witness? And see, and see, see, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me develop this thought. That's why Christians can't go back. You know, you know, when we get fed up, throw the towel in, I'm, I'm going back in the world. You can't go back. I, I told you that last week. I can't go back in the world because there is a person that's in me. Lord, have mercy. There's a new diet, a new dynamic, a new diligence operating in me. Those things of the world can't satisfy me no more. Can I get a witness? Y'all getting quiet. See, see, the scary thing about today is that this social media, internet, and all these other things that we can view the world from our hand is Satan is using it to have a one-mindedness. Yeah. One language, one government. Satan is up to something with all this stuff. He wants to get your focal point off. Do I have a witness? Mm. We're in this entertainment age. 
And, and the fact of the matter is, is that I need my hindsight to keep perspective. Oh, I might be going through, I might be tired, I might be weary, but I am not in hell. God, God moved me out of the realm of darkness and translated me into his marvelous light. Lord, have mercy. Now, now the reason that don't excite some of y'all, because you, you know, you ain't in the light. When you're in the light, you appreciate the light. Do I have a witness? You can be saved and still be walking in darkness. Walking in defeat. So hindsight gives us perspective. Lord have mercy. And then, and then foresight, looking ahead, gives us promise. The promises of God are yea and amen. And if you don't get them today, you'll, you'll get them in the future. Mm. Insights gives me peace, power, and his principles. And because I have some insights, I don't want to disappoint my Savior. Because I got some insights, insights, insights. And then oversight is when we practice his praise because of his presence. Yeah, his principles and his presidents. Without sight, you're out of your mind. Your focal point must be straight. And this is why when you talk to people that are not saved, talk to people in the world, the context of 2 Corinthians 3 and 4 talks about listen, that unbelievers their mind is veiled. They can't see. Mm. Satan has blinded the minds of people that are going to hell. They can't see it. You can sit down and talk about it all day. They can't see it. And see, what grace God's give us, the only reason we save is because when we heard the saving message, the Spirit of God performed an operation. He elected us. He called us by election. We are saints by calling. You ain't saints because you come to church. You ain't saints... Because you sing on a choir or you usher or you a minister or deacon. You saints by calling. He called me out of darkness and translated me into his marvelous light. Now, now, now this is why we can't uppity because we were as evil. In fact, some of us was more evil than some people going to hell. 
Mm. 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 That's why there's levels of punishment in hell. Some will be beaten with few stripes. Some will be beaten with many stripes because you're going to be judged according to your works. Are you all with me? The Apostle Paul deals with trust, treasure, and triumph in this context. And when I start thinking about these focal points, my, my focus, my focus used to be having a great time. Partying, perversions, popularity. Come on now. That, that used to be my thrust. That's what I live for. Live for it. The man, the man had to put us out of the cavalry. All right, it's time to go. We still blowing whistles, Doc. We, And that's why I get upset when folk can't come to church. I don't mean no harm, but nothing stopped us in the world. Snow, rain, sleet, car breakdown, get on a subway, catch a bus, catch a ride. We're going to get there. And now that I'm saved, and my purpose is to glorify him. Now that I'm born again, blood washed, blood bought. And my purpose is to be in church. Forsake not the gathering yourselves together. Yeah. I got a hard time understanding people's lax attitude to a servant of the Lord. Let me, let me throw something else. Your mother, father, grandmother, grandfather, great-grandfather, they went through more conflict than we'll ever go through. And yet they were committed, many of them, to Christ. Lord have mercy. Well, you don't know. You don't. And, and see, I got to be careful because Satan can play with my focal points and I lose focus. You know, my focus with my family is to love my wife as Christ loved the church. Now, 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 that's not always easy. And this is not on Sister God, it's on me. Get these little attitudes, you know. Come on now. Unforgiving. Y'all getting quiet up in here. Getting on my last nerve. And here's the big one. She's not like me. So I work overtime trying to compensate. My God. I lose my focal point because I have a deep, 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 and it's probably from my abandonment as a baby and and rejection. I I got a deep problem with justice and injustice. Yeah. You know, got my draft notice in March. You 1A. I ain't graduate to June. And I had to go in the military. I was getting drafted. Vietnam was hot. I had no spurs in my feet. I had to go in. 
I, I got to pay taxes or they will seize my accounts and take my home. So why is it that billionaires don't pay taxes? I struggle with justice slash injustice. You can't give one person 10 years because you caught them with an ounce of marijuana and then give somebody else a suspended sentence for an ounce of cocaine. You just can't. You can't, you can't do that. So what Satan does to me, Satan keeps politically hitting me with these focal points and I lose my focus in Christ. Because my focus in Christ says, ain't nobody getting away with nothing. <laughs> and we start praying like them spirits under the altar, how long? Oh Lord, how long? And God says, not long. Paul is talking about focal points. If you don't throw the towel in, if you don't give up, the first thing we see here in chapter 4, verses 1 and 3, we see, listen, we see a focal point, Lord have mercy, of trust. Major focal point. For we have this ministry. The word ministry is diakonos, where we get our word deacon and minister from. And the assumption is, strong assumption, it deals with salvation, sanctification, submission, and service. He's writing to a church in his second letter to defend ministry. Wake up and smell a coffee. If you serve in any capacity of ministry, Satan's coming after you. Don't you think for a moment that serving God makes you untouchable? It's the opposite. Serving God makes you very touchable. <sighs> Whatever service we give for God through the 18, 19 gifts, speaking gifts, serving gifts, whatever, 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 Satan's coming. I encourage the choir. Y'all singing for Christ. You, you better understand what's going on. You, you, you might be listening to your vocal cords. Satan's listening for something else. It's going to be hard. Because you're edifying the body. People are waving their hands and standing up and saying, what a choir. That's costly. Teaching, preaching the word, that's costly. Encouraging, counseling, that's costly. So in order for me not to faint, I've got to see... Lord, have mercy. This whole ah, purpose, the purpose, we have this ministry. Mm. The service that I'm giving for God 
is not to be taken lightly. It's a dedication. It's a dependence. It's a diagonal. Mm. It's a service. And as long as I understand, listen, that I got purpose and I'm serving a person who is the Lord Jesus Christ. I do not think. As long as my eyes is on Jesus, I will not faint. You know when we're going to faint? When I grab the mic to sing and everybody's shouting and I say, boy, that, I'm a bad, I'm somebody, dog. That's when I start fainting. When you have built yourself up for nothing. That's when you start thinking. I remember a long time ago, the Lord put on my heart. He said, look, I'm using you in spite of you. (laughs) Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. The gifts that's in you were given to you. Do I have a witness? And, and, and the moment you see yourself, you've lost focus. Some, some of us right now, because of his goodness, his guidance, and his glory, some of us right now, God's got in a position where we are helping somebody else, and sometimes we get tired. Helping your children, your grandchildren, and trying to facilitate others, and 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 come on now. And as we get older, this stuff gets tough. It gets tough. It used to be me, myself, and I. Check out what place you come in. That's an indicator of who you serve. If it's just your kids, your focus is off. If it's just your grandkids, your focus is off. If it's for your own, (laughs) your focus is off. He said, we are focused on this individual, Jesus Christ, and he's given us a service. And as long as I'm faithful to the person and to the service, I don't think. Well, you know, I, I'm tired. I want to give up. I want to get out. You keep looking at the wrong thing. Hmm. You want to be famous. Not at God's expense. There's none righteous, no, not one. Hmm. You, you want fulfillment. And that's what's so dangerous. You know, I love certain programs. I love Love It and List It because I love them too. They're in competition against each other. The rest of them, you can 
close down. I don't, I don't, I don't like them. But it's something about them too that makes me really love that program. One's trying to sell a new home, the other one's trying to fix the old home up. God's trying to give you a new home, and you keep trying to fix the old one up. God's trying to give you a new mind. Here's the most important prayer you and I can pray. Lord, not my will, but may thine will be done. And mean it. We fantasize. We want fulfillment. Focal point is off. Yeah. That, that, that is, seek ye first. Here's the principle. The kingdom of God and his righteousness and then everything else will be added unto you. You know what makes a person famous? When I'm willing to take the low road and give you the high road, I'm famous in the sight of God. Mm. That is... We see this trust, this dependence, this diagonos, dust kicker, deacon, minister, mean the same thing. Our job is not for you to serve us. Our job is to serve you. Our job is to serve you. To serve Christ by serving you. How can I serve you? How can I submit to you? How can I secure you? If you're not helping somebody else through service, you've lost your focus. You've lost your sense of focus. That that is, Paul talks about this... uh, Trust, distrust. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own estate in all thy ways acknowledge him. He shall yeah, direct thy paths. Yeah. Secondly, we see another focus. The invincible the, the invincible treasure. And we've been here before. We should be focused on the treasure that's hidden within us. The Holy Spirit. Now I call this a trash in the treasure. Compared to the treasure we trash. Yeah. When you read Paul's progressions about the treasure that's on the inside of us. Listen to this. It's hidden and it cannot come out until we're broken. The power of the Holy Spirit can only come out when we're broken. Why? Because in the first century they would take things that look like garbage on the outside and put expensive treasures in there 
and, you know, tape them up, glue them up, whatever. And to get to the treasure, you had to break open Lord Hammers. God says, until you are broken, nobody will see the treasure. Can you imagine God giving us a treasure and we are prideful? But we have this treasure hidden in earthen vessels that the power, here it is, might be of God and not of us. Mm. And then Paul goes through at least four different principles here. Different translations say, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Now, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me visit that. We, we are troubled, the lipsis, on every side. Now, now, the every side is a thing that blows my mind. The marriage is in the toilet. The children are acting out. The money's funny. My feelings are flattened. I want to throw the towel in. We're troubled on every side. But because of the treasure, we're not crushed. We're not in despair. We're, we're not crushed. We don't, we don't give up. God allowed Job to be troubled on every side. He lost 10 children. He lost all of his riches. Are y'all praying with me? His body was stricken with an incurable disease. And, and, and his wife comes along who didn't know the Lord and says, you, you ought to just curse God and die. He said, woman, you foolish. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And the Bible says, in all of this, Job did not sin against God. If God let Satan move your hedge, <laughs> you, you wouldn't be here this morning. Why should I go to church? They ain't doing nothing for me. Hmm. He says, we are hard-pressed but not crushed. We are perplexed but not in despair. Now, I don't know but you. I've been perplexed. Lord, what's taking you so long? Lord, are you really there? I preach about you every Sunday. Now, I'm starting to wonder. Lord, have mercy. We, we get perplexed, don't we? Can't figure this thing out. Can't figure out why God allows what he allows. Hmm. Why God allows me to become confused in my mind. And we, and we, and we get there. So you know what the problem with preaching and teaching? Preachers and teachers can't be transparent. Here's what they do. They want to preach a principle that they never want to admit. 
They want to preach a principle they never struggled with. So you call yourself being a teacher, preacher, and, and, and one of the unwritten rules about preaching and teaching is that God's going to make you live it before you can preach it. I would be a liar if I told you that I wouldn't tempt it anymore. That there are times in my despair I wish I was still out there. Oh, I'm going to preach. Some of y'all phony Christians. You phony. You just as phony as a $3 bill. You claim to know God, but you're too prideful to claim that you failed. I, I haven't been everything I ought to have been in marriage. I, I haven't done everything the Lord told me to do. Yeah, you know, it's hard for some of y'all to say that. It, it's easy for me to say it. It's easy for me to say it, Doc. I've been to hell and back. Here's another story I told you. Years ago, when I first got saved, I was struggling in my flesh. I was struggling with going back in the world. I was struggling. I was being defeated. And I, uh, I was angry with God. And I start saying things to God that I shouldn't have been saying. Had my own house, went in my kitchen and grabbed me a a wing, a chicken bone, start eating it, mad at God. And as I'm chewing, I'm angry. And that bone got caught in my throat. And it, it, it wasn't nobody else in the house but me. And I took my back and hit it against the wall like, some, like somebody was hitting me on my back here. And I said, I'm sorry, Lord. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Lord. Now, I'm not saying God did it, but he got my attention. Came right back to my senses. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, Greek word, chased, but never caught. But it's a testimony. You know how many things in my life I've been chased by, but they never caught up with me. Holy Spirit got in between me, the, the, the chasing and the catching. He would not allow my past to catch up with me. He would not allow my sins to catch up with me. I'm preaching to somebody up in here. He's faithful. Well, I, I don't know what he's talking about. I, I ain't never been through them things. You're lying. All of us are susceptible to sin. All of us have fallen short of the glory. You're more worried about your reputation than you are your righteousness. You, you don't have to brag about sin, but you got to be truthful. That's what counseling is all about, Leroy. A counselor 
has to first pass through some things where they experience God's mercy. So that when they're counseling somebody else, they've been there and they've done that. I don't want you counseling nobody in marriage. Your marriage is perfect. And I learned years ago, Sister Arnold, that marriages weren't perfect because I used to ask myself, and you know, we, we grew from 100 to 13,000. I said, why is it that husbands and wives drive different cars to church? <laughs> no, I don't want to ride with you. I'm going to take my own car. And then, why is the wife sitting down here on the third row and the husband's up in the balcony? It's tight. (laughs) Chase, but never caught. I've been chased by lust. Chased wanting to experience perversions again. Wanting some relievement from what I'm going through. And just as it gets close, God separates it. He moves it away. Persecuted. Chased, but never caught. Cast down, but never destroyed. Satan going to knock you to the carpet. You're going to swing a hook, Satan going to duck, bing, 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 and hit you, and you're going to hit the carpet. If you haven't already hit the carpet. Some of us already hit the carpet. Here's the miracle of the carpet. Every time I get knocked down, and the referee is counting, he can never get to 10. Do I have a witness? One, two, and I'm groggy. I can't get to my three, four. But every time I get knocked down, the Holy Ghost gets me up. Can I get a witness? Oh, oh, he can knock you down, but I get back up. I keep getting back up because my God is an awesome God. I keep getting back up because he's able. I keep getting back up because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Keep getting back up. Pastor, have you ever been knocked down? All the time, but I keep getting back up. Well, why are you getting back up? Somebody prayed for me. Had me on their mind. Took the time to pray for me. Songwriter said, and I'm so glad they prayed. So glad, so glad, so glad, so glad, so glad, so glad. Lord, have mercy. So glad they prayed. Thank you, Jesus. We have this treasure. It's hidden. It's hidden. It's hidden. It's hidden. 
Hindsight gives me perspective. Foresight gives me promise. Insight gives me peace. Oversight gives me sense of his presence. No weapon that's formed against me will prosper. You know why we can't live in the affirmative? Because we've lost our focus. Hmm. And see, and see, what God wants you to understand is that when your focal point is right, when your focal point is right, you have faith, you have strong faith. You have fortitude. Do I have a witness? Oh yeah, I'm going through, I don't feel real good this morning. I'm, I feel a little weak this morning. I feel like throwing a towel in this morning. I'm tired of failing this morning. I'm living in the flesh this morning. I got all these fantasies and self-fulfillments and none of them are working. But I know that my God's going to show up. He always shows up. Doesn't he show up in the nick of time at the right time? Doesn't he show up? That's why he's worthy. Weeping, Psalm 30, may endure for night, but joy will come in the morning. Hmm. We see the individual who is Jesus. We see the invincibility who is the Holy Spirit, the treasure. But finally, we are focused on the invisible. When you look at this context, Paul says, Jesus is not veiled to us. He's in the clear. Do I have a witness? And he says, we don't trust in what we see. Because what we see is temporary. What we don't see is eternal. Ah, Paul, Paul. Paul says in this context about the invisible. Hmm. We don't lose We don't fail in our faith. Why, Paul? <laughs> because Paul goes on to say, we don't lose heart because we see the invisible. What God's going to do that you can't see with the human eye. Can I get a witness? God's going to do something because you're his child. He's pulling you out. He's putting you on the street called straight. What he's waiting for is for you to see him and not yourself. See him. Yeah, and not your hope. See him. But now we see Jesus. Jesus. Jesus the author, finisher, and sustainer of our faith. Out of sight, out of mind. What kind of sight do you have this morning? What is your focal point? You want to be famous? You want to fantasize? You want earthly fulfillment? 
You want heightened finances? Yeah. You want to live in the flesh? All of that is pretentious. It's not until I see Jesus that I have joy. Hindsight, perspective, foresight, promise, insight, peace, oversight, praise. I'm going to praise him for the peace, for the promises, for the person of Christ. Do I have a witness? I'm going to praise him for his presence, for his power. Do I have a witness for the paraclete? I'm going to praise him for pulling me out of darkness, for the life, for the light. See, we're light bearers. Let your light so shine. Do I have a witness? I'm thanking God for the life, for the life. I'm thanking God for the liberation. I'm going to call things that be not as though it already was. I'm going to accentuate the positive and I'm going to rebuke the negative. I'm coming out of this. Can I get a witness? I am victorious. I'm more than a conqueror through him who loved us. Messed up hooked up, crooked up, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Out of sight, out of mind. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest friend, but wholly lean on Jesus' name, on Christ, the solid rock I stand all of the ground is sinking sand Jesus wants you to see him clearly Jesus wants you to trust him wholeheartedly Jesus wants you to stand powerfully as he fixes your fractures, as he makes a way out of nowhere, as he changes your direction, only Jesus, only Jesus. Believers at Corinth, my prayer is that you would not faint. My prayer is that you would not give up, throw the towel in, but wait on the Lord. And they that wait upon the Lord shall renew 
their strength. He will mount you up with wings like eagles. You'll run and not get weary. You'll walk and not faint. Just down up. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, out of sight, out of mind. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed, what is your focal point? If you're here and you need to be saved, you want to join a church in this Christian experience, raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? Love to have you. Give your life to Christ this morning. He will sustain you. Our Father and our God, we thank you for Paul's second letter to the Corinthians that Jesus is veiled to the unbeliever, but we see him clearly. And we want him to be our focal point. As we look back, we have perspective. Lord, have mercy. As we look within, we have peace. As we look forward, we have promise. Thank you, Jesus. As we look over, we have his presence. We have the victory this morning so that we won't throw the towel in. We won't frustratingly give up. We will walk by faith believing that God has already performed the victory in us. May every family under the sound of my voice be blessed, every child, every grandchild, every marriage, that you will bring healing to our hurts. We are hurting people, Lord. Heal us right now in the name of Jesus. And we'll be so careful to give your name to praise. Keep our focal point clear. Jesus is our focus. Jesus is our focus. Jesus, his gospel, his guidance, his glory is our focus. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, can you see me now? God bless you. You are dismissed. Have a great day. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment form.
Nothing can catch you by surprise. You got this figured out. You're watching us now. And when it looks as if we can't win, you wrap us in your arms and tell me. Stay. 